Hey, Jake, I like video games. Hey, Tony, I like video games, too. Well, welcome, everybody, to a brand new mega-sized episode of... Hey, I like that game. Hey, I like that game. Hey, I like that game. Like that game. Like that game. I like video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's I was... That's I was so Mega Man-like. beforehand. Tony, I was, I was, like, stressing to Tony, like, I don't know Mega Man music enough to, like, come up with something. That's close. Uh, that's, you talk me, talk me through it. That was close. It's, it's, it's good enough. Close is better than I usually do. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that we usually do, Jake, we usually talk about video games. Um, we do, usually. What have, you, yeah. what have you been playing right now? Uh, yeah, I've been playing just, uh, a couple games. I haven't finished Ghost of Tsushima yet. Once I finish that up, I'll like, talk about it more. But uh, I got two that I was talk about quickly because you got some pack stuff to talk about, and that's much more important. Um, so the two games I've been playing were actually both recommendations for you uh, from you. Uh, Roguelikes, uh, Into the Breach, and Loop Hero. So um, Into the Breach is the uh, game from the makers of FTL, and it's uh, like grid-based, turn-based, uh, roguelike strategy game. And it's now free with a Netflix subscription. And wild. that's cool. Like, wild, <laughs> yeah. wild, wild, but awesome, because I get to play that game now. Um, yeah, exactly. And yeah, I, like, for, for both of these games, like, I've really liked them. They're strong roguelikes, and I really like roguelikes, but neither of them have really gotten me there, like, 100%. Like, they haven't hit me in the same way that some of my, like, favorites have, which, of course, is, like, a high bar to set for them. Like, these are both, like, 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10 games, for sure. Like, I really like them. Don't get that twisted. But, like, there's just, like, some things in there that, like, I find... um, a bit like less engaging. So for Loop Hero, it's it's one of those games where like I don't really like this where it happens in roguelikes where the numbers get too big and like it doesn't explain things to you as as I think like concisely. Um, Loop Hero is super cool. I like the like the feel of it. I like the like the preparedness for it um, that you can like go into a run of it like already like built out, kind of knowing what you're gonna gonna spec for. Um, but that kind of it makes it much more of a, a passive game, which I think is just sort of its, its own like genre too. But um, passive in a way that I think gets rid of some of those fun roguelike things when you get to like find those in- interesting synergies inside of a run. Um, Loop Hero, you like, kind of like prep for that in advance, and like the the supply system can get like really uh, like it's really kind of overpowered quickly. That's like the fastest way to like scale your character. You kind of have to like build up that. Um, town before you can like really start to consistently do well in runs. So I'm not psyched with how dependent on that aspect of it is. I think that gets yeah. rid of a lot of the like the fun spontaneity of roguelikes. Um, but like still, you know, super super rad game. Like I played the shit out of it, and like I'll probably play it some more. Like I got my got my clear, and then sort of just didn't want to keep keep playing it um, after that. But like I'm sure it'll, it'll tickle me again, and I'll be in the mood to play it, and I will play. Yeah. it. like super it- cool game. That game is very interesting. Very interesting. It's uh, fun to go back to later as well. But yeah, it, it's I, I totally agree. It's 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 fun, but not, it wasn't like earth shattering to me like a Hades mm-hmm. was. You know? Yeah, exactly. Not not earth shattering, which is like I know like such a high bar to set, but like so many roguelikes for me are earth shattering. Like Hades, Slay the Spire, uh, Monster Monster Train was like that for me for a bit. Actually, Monster Train was kind of middling, but like um. Yeah, and FTL, one of my favorite games. Anyway, then um, Into the Breach, uh, also real solid. I've, it kind of took me a little bit to adjust my brain to that style of gameplay. Like, mm-hmm. uh, positioning is really, like, the number one most important thing in yep. that in that game. Um, so kind of, like, adjusting to that took a little bit. Um, so, like, I switched to easy and, like, started playing that a bit. Now I can, like, consistently get clears on that way. I'm kind of, like poking my way up the difficulty rung. Um, so it took... it. I kind of slid off of it at first, but then, it, you know, just being one of the games on my phone would just play it on commutes a whole lot. Because uh, yep. it was just, like, one of the only games I had. And then, like, as I played it more, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm starting to vibe with this more. And um, Once, once yeah. you unlock more stuff in that game, like, exactly. you get more mechs. Once you get more mechs, um, and it makes you think about the game differently, because that starting set of mechs is very good, but like it get it, 
it's kind of dependent on the equipment that drops. Like they're pretty like you can get some cool shit, but man, uh, the, I've had some of my most favorite runs with like the later mech teams that you unlock that do like weird stuff. Like this one, like picks up a uh, an enemy and throws it. Yeah, uh, this one just like supplies a shield for people. Uh, the one that was really interesting. There's one that like it's like a fighter jet, but like it. Um, does like afterburners, but you have to like position yourself away from it, and then like you like jet off of it and leave smoke behind you, which like cancels their attack. Like yeah. it's just like like really neat, um, really neat maneuvers that a lot of the units can do um, in that game. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a that's a cool one. I'm gonna I want to keep playing it more. I. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be you know, one of the, again one of the tops, but like still like a really really solid game. Um, been vibing with it a whole lot, but I don't want to take up any more time on those two games because Tony, you've already talked about both of them, and you have some uh, much cooler stuff and much cooler games to talk about. So let's go. Let's hear about let's hear about uh, some packs. Yeah, I just got out of packs yesterday. Was my last day uh, in packs. Uh, whenever you're listening to this, um, but. Um... Yeah, I played a bunch of stuff at PAX. It was great. It felt like um, a, a more like real show. Like last year was like a was not um, not not as there wasn't as many like partners there. The show floor was a little bit emptier. This year, there's a lot more stuff there. There's so many games. Like no way, even with a three day uh, pass, like I had. Uh, no way I could play everything, you know, like I, I was able to get like 12 games that I wanted to like wanted to play. I got to play those, but there was a couple that I still missed out on, but really cool experience. Uh, crazy. I, I somehow got to play on stage uh, for Smash Ultimate and have it on stream. So like, yeah, I watched that set. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. I mean, I, I lost, but I got a game. At least I won a game. You know, so, hey, that was good. Um with a sweet yeah. Kirby down or down B. Yeah, that was that was nuts. That was really nuts. Um, <laughs> crazy. I'm so glad that got on stream. Um, but anyways, stuff that I played at PAX. So there's uh, a couple things here. We were talking about Into the Breach before. Uh, this game reminds me of it a little bit. Uh, it's called Demon School. So like, imagine like Persona like vibe. And uh, I wouldn't say like the art style is Persona because it's more like pixelated. It's like, hey, what if you made Persona 4, but on, like, the Super Nintendo instead. Um, the combat is kind of like Into the Breach, where you have, like, these different teenagers or whatever that have special abilities. Um, you move them around this grid against enemies um, in a uh, similar mechanic where, like, you have a certain amount of action points to spend, and you can... Spend them in any way uh, amongst all these different uh, teenagers, and you can play out the entire turn. But if you know something's still going wrong, like it's like ah, I'm still going to get hit here. Oh, I could redo this in some way. You can back up all of those choices and like respend them before you um, like confirm your actions or whatever. So like you get to like put a lot of thought into how you want to like execute each turn, which is really fun. Um, yeah, has a lot of promise. Looking forward to that game. Uh, Demon School. Uh, next one is called uh, Arcadian Atlas. So it's like, this is the closest thing to like a Final Fantasy Tactics clone, like an OG, Ooh. like original Final Fantasy Tactics clone that yeah. uh, I've, I've played in a bit. So, you know, grid-based tactical RPG. Um, it, the reason I say it's the closest to Final Fantasy Tactics is because, like, you have, like, main story characters, but then you have a bunch of, like, randomly generated uh, units that you can uh, put into any job class you want, and they evolve over time and change, you know, as you unlock different abilities and, uh, you know, do different things to level them up, so too would their job. Uh, and I, I love job systems like that. I love really flexible um, tactics games like that where you you have story-based characters that are unique in some way, but really your team is, like, made out of this, like, ragtag group of, you know, heroes that you group create. Group of friends. Like, yeah, I love that. I, I love that kind of thing. Where, like, in contrast to games like, you know, Triangle Strategy that are still trying to be, like, Final Fantasy Tactics in their 
execution of like gameplay and like their political story and like you know having like some of those adult themes in there and having choice uh matter throughout like the narrative um the thing that those games lack is you don't get those creative characters right like it's always focused on these particular story-based characters that don't evolve and change over time um but anyways this game like I, i'll be very curious to see where this game ends up and and how it differentiates from other games that are kind of doing the same thing like a uh, fell seal arbiter's mark uh, that's another one that's like similar to this, but like I'm very curious how this game will be um, different from that. Um, uh, art, I, art style looks cool. Art style looks really cool. I like is it, it kind of like that original tactics sort of art style? Yeah, it it looks it looks very similar to to Final Fantasy Tactics in some ways. Like it, they have their own like cute little creatures and 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 uh, and uh, you know vibes for the different characters. But like I I, I think it looks neat. I think it looks neat. Nice. I I do love tactics. I just something about a job based like progression system. I just love it. I just love mm-hmm. jobs. It's great. It's great. Um, next game I want to talk about. Uh, it's called Myth Force. So Myth Force. I this was like showcased at like some. I can't remember. It was like in maybe it was like a Sony thing or like E three presentation somewhere. I, I don't remember. But it's basically. 80s Saturday morning cartoon styled uh, sword and sorcery like first person roguelike game. So I know I just threw a bunch of jargon at you, but like, so it's first person perspective roguelike dungeon crawler. Mm-hmm. But the way that it looks, it looks like like what if G.I. Joe was D&D? Like that, like the G.I. Joe cartoon D&Dified. Um, it's, I think it looks really neat. I think it plays really well too like it's uh i think i think it's up to four player co-op but like there's four classes that they showed all have like unique abilities and stuff like that big skill trees where you can differentiate uh between builds there's loot in there a bunch of different weapons and spells like all the stuff that you would expect from uh you know something uh, of a you know full scale roguelike game like this um it felt really good in my hands you know like it, it it uh, it feels like it just needs like a little bit more polish and a bun- and a little bit more content and it'll be like you know good to go. Um, I'm very curious what um, you know additional stages look like and bosses and all that. But what they showed in the demo looked really dope. Like uh, I'm I'm super excited for this one, uh, Myth Force. Uh, I also played Rift of the Necro Dancer, which is oh yeah yeah I've seen sequel- this one. Yeah, sequel, the sequel to Crypt of the Necrodancer, which um, that game is a, like, dungeon-crawling, roguelite, top-down perspective, but it's, like, a rhythm game as, like, you're going through this dungeon crawl. Um, whereas uh, Rift of the Necrodancer, the one that I played, is it's more like a guitar hero slash super punch-out slash, like, WarioWare kind of game uh maybe not warrior war maybe like rhythm heaven or like whatever but it's like <laughs> rhythm based um combat with like a guitar hero like uh you know note uh falling note pattern or whatever and you have to like you know hit the arrow keys in different rhythms uh to hit the enemies they do like different enemies have different movements on the grid as well like on the note track uh so it it, it is it feels pretty active uh and fun um, and then like just the, the art and the music is just, it's so good. It's so, 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 so good. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I they, really, they do great, great music. Yeah. Yeah. That, that studio, um, they're, they're real, they do some really cool stuff. They do some really cool stuff. Like the, the music is exactly like, it's what you come to the game for in a lot of ways. Like the music is that good, but yeah, I, I like this evolution of the art style. Like it's, um, it's really cool. It's really cool. Like I loved Cadence of Hyrule, uh, in terms of like Crypto Necrodancer. I kind of bounced off of that that initial game, um, but Cadence of Hyrule I really really liked because the music was sick and like they made it more accessible in terms of like the the combat, um, which I liked a lot. Like you could like turn off like the actual rhythm part um, because like some sometimes that gets like overwhelming for me like to constantly stay in rhythm 
uh, while I'm trying to like think about how to play out a level um, in Cadence to Hyrule. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but this game feels like it's going to be you know a lot more kind of on rails in terms of like the things that you're doing moment to moment. Like that, yeah. this isn't going to be a roguelite, right? Like this is going to be like however many hours you play through it and you're done. I'm assuming that's what, how like the the structure is going to be. It seems like yeah, like a Guitar Hero game, but kind of like with like shows combat on the screen. Yeah, yeah. It's, but like with their like cool soundtrack, right? Right. And, like, it style feels, and everything, yeah. It feels like... I need to look this up real quick. What was that game called? It was called, like, Everhood or something like that. Everhood. Um, I, I played it Talking a lot. Talking nonsense right now. No, 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 Everhood, Everhood, yeah. I played this, like, oh, a couple months back, or maybe even, like, a year ago now, like, when I was sick one day. Um, and it had, like, a similar, like, vibe of, like, you have a note path that you're doing like combat on and it was like kind of like this this trippy story really interesting um but i'm curious if like rifted and echo dancer is going to be like similarly you know paced where it's like maybe six hours but they're like an incredible six hours you know mm-hmm. like i'm down for that i'm down for that um okay and the last thing last game i played uh at PAX, which ties in very nicely to our episode game. Uh, I played 30XX. So um, <laughs> 30XX and, and its uh, predecessor, 20XX, is basically roguelite Mega Man. Um, Mega Man X, specifically. So mm-hmm. um, I've seen this game for a very long time. I, I, I had seen 20XX for, for a long time, never played it. I always was on my wish list and just didn't buy it. I don't know why I just never, never did. Um, it was like five bucks this weekend. Um, so I, I picked it up, played it. I was like, oh, this is actually like really dope. Like I, I was in the mood for Mega Man because of uh, this episode, right? So uh, tried it, loved it. And I was like, oh shit, I can go to the PAX floor right now and play their <laughs> sequel. And uh, it's it's awesome. Like I really liked it. It's like, it's it's... The new one is is such a treat because um, what I, re- I was really impressed with Twenty XX, uh, its ability to like feel like Mega Man X, where like it it feels fast. You're dashing a lot. You're doing a lot of like um, tight jumps and things like that. Like it, it it moves really well, but it didn't really look like Mega Man. Like it it um, the graphics were just you know they're they're good, but they're not like great. And Thirty XX looks like a Mega Man X game. Like, I'm, like, like a Kinda little like bit... Kind of, like, nailed that aesthetic more. Yeah, it looks a little, like, way closer to, like, what uh, a souped-up uh, Super Nintendo would look like. You know, like, like just a little bit past what a, a Super Nintendo could look like. And, it, like, I'm digging it. And it, it plays similarly, and it, oh, it's super-duper fun. Um, I'm, uh, I'm very curious to see kind of their... Um, evolution of like the design of the game because in 20xx um the amount of weapons and like things you can do in that game feels a little bit limited still like varied enough uh to be fun but like not as expansive as what i would expect for like a modern like roguelite and this game 30xx feels like they're at they're layering in some interesting new mechanics for the different characters. So like they those games are also set up where there's like a Mega Man and a Zero like character, long range character, short range, you know, melee focus uh, focus character. Mm-hmm. And twenty X classes, yeah. You gotta have to it's like especially if you're trying to make a Mega Man X like homage, like you need to have both of them. And honestly, um uh, like one or two more should like I- I'm assuming there will be even more characters in in um in this one, but yeah, it's super dope. If you like these type of games, you know, if you like Mega Man X games, definitely check out the 20XX and and now 30XX. Check those out. All right, and that's that's everything I played at at PAX for the most part, or all the good all the ones worth mentioning. Um, you did a uh, a super puzzle fighter. I, d- <laughs> I did play in the Super Puzzle Fighter tournament. Um, I lost in the first round, but it was like literally 
we played as many games as we was possible because you know like each game of super puzzle fighter is best two out of three mm-hmm. and we did best two out of three of that so we played the maximum amount of games and they were all so close there's only 16 people in the tournament but like there's maybe like 20 ish people around like just hanging out when we were playing yeah and people were getting fucking hype watching our game like it was uh, it felt great even though i, I lost love. But still, yeah. just like to watch, like to watch, like any video game competition live is so thrilling. So and, like, I bet that was cool, cool to participate yeah, it, in. Yeah, it was, it was like, and uh, so yesterday I went back and I watched the the uh, almost pro the the Panda Club or the Panda Global Cup uh, event that I played in. I watched the finals live, and the crowd was hyped up. It was totally <laughs> full, totally full, plus spilling out into like the surrounding area, like. There was a ton of people there, and it was just so – that was just such a fun experience to kind of just, like, sit back and watch, like, this incredible play and have all these people around you that, like – some people are really into it, but other people are just, like, like popping in to see – like, they've this is the first time they've ever seen competitive Smash Brothers before because, like, why would they watch it? You know, but just because it's a part of the show floor, you can just watch, but watch and get sucked into it. Um, yeah. It, it, was, it was very fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, radical yeah, yeah. Evo, Pack- Evo 2023 we're gonna do yes. it yes yeah <laughs> we should we are gonna do it let's just say it. we are we gonna are gonna do, do it. it yeah it's gonna happen we'll do an episode from the show floor <laughs> <laughs> from, from the Brent. grand final stage where you'll be tony <laughs> oh yeah grand final and what <laughs> tekken seven <laughs> i could not even Anyways, um, so that was a bunch of video games we talked about. But Jake, we still have one more video game. One to important talk about video here. game to talk about: Mega Man X Two for the SNES. Coming up right after this break. Uh, yeah, we'll blast into it then. We'll I don't know why tell- I said blast into it. That doesn't we'll, like, apply to anything. We'll teleport in. That he we'll Buster right? shot into it. it but. <laughs> Uh, That's his thing, yeah. right? The Buster yeah. Shot? I'm well, like an old gonna... man trying to describe video games when it comes to Mega Man. <laughs> we're going to cut through this break with the Z-Saber after, <laughs> after this break. <laughs> All right. There'll be a good one in there somewhere. Um, Don't I... be a Sigma. And we're back. Hey, I like that game. Uh, today we are talking about Mega Man X2, which is my pick, Jake. Your pick. Uh, you picked also, it. Why? Also happens to be, I'm I'm pretty sure I am like 99% this is an accurate statement for myself, but I think this is my favorite Mega Man game. I think this is like my number one. Like, I love Mega Man. Like, we've talked about it a little bit on this show before. Uh, we've only done one Mega Man game before, and it wasn't... Two! Wait. Mega Man 8 and Mega Man Legends. Oh, that's right. We did... I forgot about Legends. Yeah, yeah, So, the, I guess, like, this is the second, like, traditional... Traditional. Traditional Mega Man game. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I had this game for the Super Nintendo. Uh, one of, like, my treasure treasured cartridges. I, I played this game so much uh, as a kid. Uh... Yeah, absolutely love it. Uh, 1995 uh, came out just about like a year and a half after Mega Man X. So um, Mega Man X is technically like a separate series from Mega Man. They're like mm-hmm. in the same in the same universe, but they're like thousand like ten thousand years apart or something like that. Like Christ, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's something it's something crazy like that. Mega Man story is just out outrageous. <laughs> but anyways. Um, you are basically the next evolution of Mega Man where, um, you have a lot of the same abilities as Mega Man, but like there, there's more to it than you that. can slide like, and you can jump off walls. <laughs> yes. You can wall kick. You've got a slide. Uh, the game just kind of moves faster. Like the speed of Mega Man X, uh, is one of the like biggest differentiators from like OG Mega Man games. Like those mm-hmm. games are... Um, not not nearly as fast um, as as Mega Man X. Um, it's um, and even I, I, even Mega Man Eight, like this felt so much faster than Eight did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's 
it's it's a couple things. It's the air dash. It's like the um, design around like um, just dash jumping in general. Like the yeah, the game dash wants jumping you to be, is huge. The game wants you to be dash jumping all the time um, to make and it it sets up a lot of instances where you have to do a dash jump, right? Like to to make it to the other side or something, which gets you in this habit of I should just be doing this like all the time. Um, and if, and it feels great, like it feels great. But then on top of that, it, it adds in a bunch of, you know, like I said, it adds in an air dash when it, by including a mechanic with the armor pieces, you know, like the, as an unlock, if you, if you find it. Right. So like, it's, I feel like the X series is like a true evolution of like a classic genre of like. The, the Mega Man as, like, a game as a franchise, this was just, like, a it took a lot of those elements and evolved them in just excellent, excellent, excellent ways where it feels still evocative of the original, but, like, so many extra great things added to it, like, gameplay-wise. So it retains the... You have bosses that you can pick, you can play them in any order, but knowing... The uh, weaknesses of said bosses will get you through them faster, you know, will give you the advantage. Um, yeah, uh, what else? So, like, yeah, so when you beat a boss, you get their power, right? Um, yeah, like, select from the eight stages. When you beat it, you do, like, a kind of like a master stage and a boss rush before before the final boss. Um, like, that, so very- that formula is there. You unlock new weapons with the new robot masters that kind of build out your roster, and like your kind of utility as well. Yep, yep, exactly. Um, but then, yeah, like the the things that it adds to the formula from from the original Mega Man is that like it has you know your sub tanks and in in uh, E tanks or whatever like the the uh, like reservoirs where you can add life to them you know and and give yourself back life later. Um, which isn't, I don't think that's brand new to this game, but like, there's a lot of that stuff to collect, uh, pieces of heart that'll make your, uh, your life bar higher. And then the coolest thing, the armor pieces. So several different armor pieces to find. They are not in every single level. They are like in very, you know, kind of hidden locations. Uh, some of which, uh, you really can't get to unless you have other armor pieces. Um, but you know, like the one in Wheel Gator, the the arm piece, the best piece uh, is like kind of the hardest to get. Um, but there are you can do that without um, equipment. Like if you make the pixel perfect jump, you know you you can do it, um, which is insane. I love it. But uh, yeah, I got the uh, the foot parts, like the air dash. Um, so I wasn't following a guide for this one. I was just kind of going through. I I did utilize save states um i'm not ashamed of that fact um i think (laughs) if this game had a more generous auto save feature i would i would love that but i mean it is a game of its time can't fault it for that but i will use save states um but yeah i thought anyway i did get the the foot part for the um the air dash which is which is so cool like i love the air dash i didn't find the other stuff Mm-hmm. Um, in my playthrough, so I didn't get like that extra damage for the the arm part or like the damage resistance. Um, but yeah, just like the extra utility of that air dash, like above just how much like awesome movement the the, yeah. the dash, like the dash jump and um, like the wall kick and like the dash wall kick, like so good. It gives you so much like control and like the the in air controls are like super super tight. You can stand on a yep. pin, like it feels. It feels, feels great to platform in this game. Feels incredible. Like movement, That's it, always movement. been my biggest complaint with the Mega Man games. Is it's like it's clunky and it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel great to platform in those games. It's very methodical, kind of almost rhythmic um, in a way that mm-hmm. just isn't isn't for me. But yeah, in this game, it, it, I vibe with it. it. It kicks ass. The platforming it's, in this one. It's so fast. It is just so fast, and like like this is. The type of game that's like, oh yeah, I guess I would love to be a speedrunner of this game. You know, like mm-hmm. it feels it feels great. But it's a shame that you didn't get the rest of the armor pieces. You know, the the arm, the body, the head. Um, they're uh, you know the arm parts are awesome because you get an extra level to like your um, buster, Charge, yeah, which is great. That extra projectile is fantastic. 
Um, but then you can also charge your um, special weapons. So mm-hmm. all your special weapons get like a an extra tier of attack, which again, like some of them are good, some of them are not. But um, I love that. Like I love be- that you can like charge your your um, your special attacks and give your like the more the more moves you get to utilize, the better. You know, um, which this game gives you that. I, I don't. I think you did that for the first time in the first X. So this game like not technically brand new, but like just something uh, something awesome that's in this game. The body mm-hmm. parts like gives you this like basically uh, as you take damage, it fills this gauge when you do when it's uh, filled up. You do like a giant giga crush attack that clears the screen, <laughs> you know. So like that's useful, but like very. Um, uh, low utility yeah and then the head parts are just like fucking useless like it's your head parts so useless yeah i'm looking at it right now the item (laughs) tracker is just so like i guess the very first time you play the game and learn like you can it can kind of help you learn where some hidden items are it's never that great at telling you where stuff is but like, I haven't played this game in over a decade. It has been a very long time since I've touched Mega Man X 2, mm-hmm. specifically. Was it still, still was it still in your brain? Oh, I remember <laughs> I remembered like 80%. There were there was like one or two um one or two uh like upgrades, like either heart tanks or um sub tanks, um that I couldn't remember. I looked them up and got them because like so another th- great thing that Mega Man X introduced was uh, armor pieces and like once you collect everything, right? Like you have all your armor pieces, you have all the like other upgrades. Uh, in the final levels, there is a hidden armor piece. There is like a hidden move you can get. Yes. Uh, and Mega Man X, it was a Hadoken because obviously Capcom game. Uh, <laughs> so you got to do a little cross with Street Fighter there. So you, there's Hadoken. Uh, in Mega Man X2, I find the superior uh, of the moves, the the Shoryuken, so the flaming uppercut. Uh, you get that uh, here. Uh, it is really fucking hard to do. Um, I did it. I did it. But it. Oh, you got it. Really nice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, that that is like the bare minimum I'll do when I play that game now because I played this game so much as a kid. Like I like absolutely love this game um but yeah you have to get the sure you can have to get the sure you have can because it, it one hit kills all the bosses when you're doing the boss rush oh um, really oh shit that would have been one, so helpful <laughs> yeah yeah one hit kills them um and like just as like a movement tool it's fun you know like uh like oh, it's like a big su- upper cup <laughs> yeah it, it it shoots you up like it's it's not uh it's not little uh yeah it's pretty dope it's it if I love little crossovers like that. Like that, that kind of stuff like gets me geeked. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, that love, love that. <laughs> but um, now you can play as Goku and uh, get your Fortnite wins with a Kamehameha. <laughs> that's that's true. You know what? Uh, if I would have known in 1995 <laughs> that that was the become. future. <laughs> yeah. Good God. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Um. I can just. I can see this being one of those those games um like back in the day like when you would just like have you know, less games to choose from so the ones that you did play like you got to know them because uh, yeah. this game has like a lot to it for sure with the, like the secrets and the unlockables and it's like it's still totally doable and beatable um and like you get like a cool experience and a cool game without all these with the out these bells and whistles but like yeah as like bonuses they're super neat and I mean, yeah. the one that I stumbled across, uh, the double jump just, like, single-handedly adds so much to the game. Um, and there's two other pieces that basically do the same amount of, like, changing to to the, like, formula or, like, um, kind of updating it. It's just, it's cool. I, I think this is a very robust game. And um, your description of, like, it being an evolution of the Mega Man formula and just, like, making it more speedy, adding more to the exploration... Um, really making some cool graphics and some awesome bosses. Uh, we were talking yeah. earlier before this episode about how much just, like the bosses are so cool and like the design of them and like their little quirks. Oh God, there's some, it, there's some powerful figures in this game. 
the this game uh does graphics like so well like the like the with the space that they're working with you know the palette that mm-hmm. they're working with they design some dope dope bosses i feel like um I also like before I forget I, the other thing I wanted to say about the armor pieces, and this is kind of goes to the graphics. Is when you get an armor piece, you see that on Mega Man, right? Like it doesn't yes. go away. You don't have to equip it. He looks different now. His vision, like his his character model, has now changed. I love that stuff. Yes. Um, absolutely, make excellent. no secret about how much we love that on the show. <laughs> right, right, always good. But yeah, these bosses are dope. We, okay, so we got Wheel Gator. Bubble crab, flame stag, <laughs> flame stag's flock. my favorite because like he doesn't have antlers, but like he has like the like flamethrowers flame on his head. Yeah, flame, flame antlers. antlers, so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got magna centipede. We got crystal snail, overdrive, ostrich, and wire sponge. <laughs> um, uh, there's also uh, you know optional bosses because there are three optional bosses to get the parts of zero. If you're hunting for everything, uh, there's Agile, was it Violent and Surges? Surges? I think that's his name. I love um, Violin. It's <laughs> just as a name, being so close to Violent, I fucking, I love that. It was so good. I did, I came across um, Agile and Violin in my playthrough, so I didn't find piece three of Zero, but I found, mm-hmm. the, found two of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a fun little mechanic where, like, there's hidden boss rooms in the levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they happen to be there, which like you will see when you're um, picking your boss fight uh, at a certain point in the story, it'll trigger that these guys are showing up and they will teleport onto the map and you'll see that happen. And then you can pick the level where they're at uh, and find that secret boss room and fight them. So you have to you got to like uh, chase after them a little bit, which is kind of fun. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, they're hard. Those are hard fights. Those are hard fights. Um, yeah, for sure. The um, the Agile one. I mean, I guess like, I was using save state, so who am I to judge on the the difficulty of them? But I felt like he only had like a few moves that were pretty easy to kind of um, yeah get him to use that left openings. But uh, yeah, I mean, just like stumbling across like a random boss, it's super cool. Um, yeah, yep. I love, I I love that. Uh, each each level feels very distinct, not only in like the presentation of it, but they also have like. I guess, like, gimmicks or level mechanics to it that kind of, you know, fit mm-hmm. a theme, and it's more than just, like, underwater and, like, this one's fire. Like, there's, you know, moving platforms, like, big, cool environmental um, stuff that comes from it, too. Yeah, like, uh, I really like Flamestag's level, because there's, like, a lot of, like, dash jumps you need to make, like, either off the wall or, or, or not. Like, there's, you, you're being chased by a pillar of magma, and you have mm-hmm. to wall jump up this section uh, as fast as you can. And there's, like, there's also, like, a really awesome uh, heart tank location there. So, like, it's, yeah. it's, like, a speed challenge for you, like, built into this, like, already interesting moment that they're building there, right? Like, Mega Man is literally trying to jump up a like volcano before it explodes like that's crazy like (laughs) i love it um i also really liked um uh bubble crab stage with that giant fish robot Um, yeah yeah that's that's a cool a cool uh bit that's like kind of like a sort of soft stealth section section um yeah yeah but like like really if you like platform well like you're able to avoid it pretty easily but Oh no! Yeah, that was that was a cool one, and you can like take pot shots at it too, and it kind of like, damages parts. Um, yeah, super There's neat. Tons of like uh, hidden stuff on that level too, because it's just it really is really it's very big, and uh, the underwater portions make Mega Man jump super far. Uh, this is an underwater level that doesn't suck, uh, which mm-hmm. is great. <laughs> um, but because like, you get to like yeah. utilize the underwater to like jump higher instead of it being a hindrance to motion, it enables it more. Yeah, yeah. It, like, this game is like built around like wanting you to move fast um, and get through it quickly. Like um, one of the other things I noticed in this replay was that the the stages themselves are not very long. Which, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, they vary. Like, um, Morph Moth's level, the the garbage, like the junk place or whatever. I don't even remember what it's called, the, the junkyard. Um, that level is, like, the longest. And it's, like, just because there's, like, a lot of sub bosses in there and, like, yeah. in the slower sections. But, like, 
most of the stages can be played through relatively quickly if you're like trying to play them quick you know like you can like try to poke and prod at everything in the level but like it's begging you to go fast you know like uh yeah i had a lot more fun going fast yeah 100 percent. and like like overdrive ostrich level where you get that like fucking speeder bike like it's so sick right and it's like again another very fun uh little upgrade on that level is like when you get on that speeder bike and you're like driving through the desert with it if you are able to knock down all the walls and do all the jumps properly you can get a speeder bike up there uh through to another part of the level and then you can take that speeder bike and drive it to an upgrade like Mm -hmm. it's pretty it's pretty awesome like little stuff like that where it's like you know it rewards your curiosity but like it doesn't hinder you or like point you directly at these things it like um it wants you to move fast and replay these levels multiple times like that's it 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 wants you to do those things not like get in the way of it you know yeah it's not it's not so simple as like okay there's a path ahead and but then there's like another path like that's a jump up it's like if you're like with that speeder bike one like you have to be like moving it and like getting air like it's not like an obvious thing to find but if you are going if you're just like kind of vibing with it if you get an opening and you're just like yeah it's gonna be easier for me to like jump and try to skip a bunch of enemies than it would be for me to you know take this methodically and like just like more fun too let's do that and then it's like oh sweet upgrade um yeah super cool it's good it's good like all, all the bosses are are very unique and like yeah most of them are good like, like i said the only one that i kind of dislike is morth morph moth i did not yeah uh because his first phase is basically just like a i don't know magnetic arm like magnetic uh like robot junk robot arm that like kind of like spills like parts at you and then like i hate that movie he had that was like a circular like yeah, pulling parts up. in towards him and it took me so long to figure out like a halfway decent way to avoid damage on that yeah. but it was mostly just trying to like basically if possible to cycle that phase so i would only have to deal with that attack one time um yeah. and then he flies down and just like i have one hp left and he this fairy dust hits me and i die immediately <laughs> yeah and the fairy dust is like it it reaches a long way so you need to guess right and get right a, a dash underneath and hope he's not sitting right there you know like it's a trap for sure um but dude like i like the crystal snail fight like i actually i had a lot of fun with that fight because i fought it without using its weakness because like i you know there is like all Mega Man games there is like you know the optimal path through if you're gonna be uh using your buster for a boss and then using weaknesses from there on out but like for some reason i like fighting crystal snail uh without uh his weakness and it's it's a good little challenge like i was having a great Mm -hmm. time with that fight and like usually i get frustrated when i'm fighting um really hard bosses in Mega Man, but i think part of that is because it's like oh now i gotta go through this really fucking long level that's gonna have these really tight jumps you know like Mm -hmm. whereas this game is like oh i have to restart it but like i'll be back in this boss room in like two minutes you know like it's not it's not gonna be um a super long time to get back to this boss room it feels like you know yeah yeah even if you are um aren't exploring save states um yeah 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 oh uh relic relic from the past but i love the like save code screens in this game yeah it's like the giant grid of numbers (laughs) i i remember writing that shit down like i had like a notebook yeah uh, and I would just write down codes in there without, like, I was such a dumb kid. I wouldn't, like, label them in terms of, like, <laughs> what they were for. It's just like, okay, here's, like, I would write it like the grid. So, like, I had the visual reminder of that. But it wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, this is, like, three bosses down and this stuff. It would just be a sea of numbers. Like, like, here's a level. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I I don't know what I'm even jumping into here. <laughs> until Until I got to the point where it's like, okay, I have the code for all bosses down, all, like, uh, items captured or whatever, and then that's, like, 
that's where you start from <laughs> every time mm-hmm. you go replay it. Or at least that I would do that because, like, I will say the the like difficulty curve in this game is like kind of wonky because it starts. Most of those bosses are like not incredibly hard. There's only a couple of really tough ones in there. Most of them you can kind of figure out in one or two cycles. I feel like. Um, then you get okay to... if you've played this game a ton when you're a child, maybe. But if it's your first time, give yourself like. No, a dozen this, times, maybe. I don't think this is that hard of a Mega Man game. I, it's, in comparison, no, it's, in comparison it's really to not. other ones. In comparison to other ones. Absolutely like, agree, but it's not, it's not a cakewalk. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. Whatever, Jake. Um, As somebody who struggled on some of these bosses, let me just tell you, viewer, it might not be a cakewalk. <laughs> there's a couple of tough ones, like I said. There's a couple of tough ones. But the game does get really hard in like the last like stretch. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think the, the actual... The levels are harder, but I don't think they're, like, bullshit. Um, but uh, Sigma, the final boss of this game, he's the guy at two forms. He's hard, man. Sigma's <laughs> very hard. Like, the, I I did beat Sigma this time, um, but that was, like, <laughs> like a freaking stroke of genius. Usually, <laughs> usually I am not able to beat Sigma. Sigma is just so fucking hard. Like, the... First phase usually depletes all of my resources, and then on yeah. the final Sigma part where he's just like a wireframe face. Um, right, with just like the craziest amount of – like a lot of projectiles, a lot of like tough, like it's close really tough. launch projectiles. Um, that's a tough That's a tough, tough boss. Fight. Yeah, very tough that's boss. Tough fight. Um, but that's like the only part that's like really wonky, I feel like, in terms of like the difficulty curve. Like most of the bosses are like difficult – but not like absolute bullshit. Um, I feel like Sigma is kind of bullshit. Eh. A little. I mean, like in last boss, was... you get some privileges, but yeah. Maybe that uh, that second fight with Sturges. That that's actually kind of a bullshit fight too, because that one's like a bu- it has like a bunch of spikes around the level. Yeah, like, spikes. While you're trying always. to fight them. <laughs> nah, I hate that shit. Um, that is the nice thing about this game. Is is there's less. I feel like sometimes there's a lot of Mega Man bullshit, um, and there's not as much Mega Man bullshit. I think there's only, like, one or two times where I kind of got caught by surprise on, like, an insta-death thing. Um, But it was, like, you know, I'll put that on me. And, like, I never got, like, rage quit frustrated with the bosses, even though I found them challenging. Um, It was still fun to to play through them and learn them and i just like would save right before the boss room so i'd have that quick that quick respawn that quick rerun through of yeah. the attempt and yeah shit i was having a good time like with how i don't know vitriolic i was about our last two Mega Man games like this one's i i think you i think you got me <laughs> this is a good one this is this one the best one in my opinion and yeah i we haven't talked about it at all and maybe Maybe this doesn't strike you, but I I think this is one of the better Mega Man soundtracks, too. Like, the music in this game is, like, excellent, I feel like. Like, the intro is really good. Flamestag song, uh, uh, Sonic Ostrich, Bubble Crabs. Like, it's like there's evolution across the whole thing where there's like kind of like underwater feeling parts. And then there's like a couple different tone shifts and then it goes back to like an underwater feely, uh, like vibe. That's like also evocative of like how the stage flow is. Cause you start above water and then you go under mm-hmm. and then like, it's like, it's so well done. Um, wheel gators is like so fucking good. Uh, that's like, that always gets me hyped. There's like, like some crazy shifts to it, and the drums are awesome. Like Zero's theme is good. Like the end credits music is wonderful. Like the little uh, stage clear stinger, is excellent. I, I don't know. I maybe maybe that's my nostalgia playing in big time here. But I, I think this this game sounds incredible most of the time. Yeah, solid solid sound design. Things sound good. Music's great. Nothing like really. I guess, like, stuck out to me or, like, stuck in my brain so much as it seems to have for you. Um, but, yeah, it's still fantastic, fantastic soundtrack, fantastic sound design. Yeah. Uh, sounds good, looks good, feels good. Yeah. Jake, uh, I 
think I know what you're about to say, it's, but just, it's, say, it's, just it's say it. Good, just say it's it. It's a good game. Hey, I like that game. This is a good, <laughs> a good game. I was um, I so like Mega Man's not my not my guy, not my franchise. Um, and like especially in the earlier levels, I did get frustrated, like especially with the lack of um, directionality in shooting. Like it's just the X axis. Yeah. You can't diagonal, can't above you. This ain't this ain't Metroid. Um, but that so quickly compensated for with your uh, robot master weapons. Plus, just like it's the game is designed to only have the the laser go that in the, the uh, yeah. X direction only. So like it's it's fine. Like I was getting a little like petty about that at first, maybe because I was just like Mega Man. Don't, Mega Man's not my franchise. I don't want to like a Mega Man game. But then this game just like won me over so hard with being. Um, amazing. So yeah, hey, I like that game, Mega Man yep. X2, solid. I, I do want to try 30XX now or 20XX uh, while we're waiting for 30 to come out. And um, yeah. yeah, super cool. You, you got a you got a Mega Man game. You did it, Tony. Hell yeah, I got you like a Mega Man game. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I like that game all day long. Um, I, a couple of last things I wanted to say on it. Um, I like we talked about it a bunch, but like. This game looks awesome, and I think the designs of, like, the robots and, like, the evolution of Mega Man and, like, the way that, like, the universe looks in comparison to, like, old Mega Man, I, I love it. I love, like, it's, like, progression forward. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Thank you. Thank you, Inafune, for that stuff. Um, I'll also say, like, Mega Man X tries to tell a story. It, it, it really does. It tries. <laughs> so I played this via the uh, Mega Man X like Legacy Collection, um, and they included in there this thing called the the Day of Sigma. It's like a like an anime explanation of kind of like what kicks off the Mega Man X like series, like where Sigma goes crazy. Like Sigma used to be a good guy. He gets infected with a virus, goes crazy, and starts like converting other robots to his like revolution basically (laughs) it's like it's like outrageous and it like it goes a lot of places and they try to do a lot with the story like as like x goes forward Mm -hmm. but it's 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 neat i don't know Um, yeah i love the designs of this stuff this hey i like this game hey i like Mega Man x2 good game thanks for the suggestion Yes, I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. So I, I think I think we can like close the book on Mega Man for a little bit. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let it rest. But I will say, Jake, Jake, if you did enjoy this game and you are curious to play another Mega Man game within this series, Mega Man X Four is pretty good, and it has a playable X and a playable Zero, and they play differently and have Ooh. different like they have different fights, have different like things that happen. Um, during those two playthroughs, um, that's a very fun uh, other Mega Man uh, X game, but not nearly as good as this one. Anywho, just want to plug that in there for you. Well, uh, speaking of not nearly as good as this one, do you want to know what we're playing <laughs> <laughs> next week or for next that's episode? A, that's a hell of a setup for your pick, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this one um, I'm going to say is sort of like um, Galaga Destination Earth, where like I have very vague memories of it and let's just say maybe not the most pleasant memories but memories nonetheless i want to revisit to get uh get on a fresh mind so uh we're we're going to be visiting an old friend of ours and we're going to be playing frogger he's back oh hell yeah (laughs) okay do you know this one i may have Hold on, let's let me look at this. I need to look this up right now while we're. This is it. this is one we had on the PC that I remember just like the vaguest memories of, and then like I stumbled across oh, the cover for it. I sure have played this game. Oh, oh god! Yeah. Oh man, I oh, can't hell wait. Hell yeah! This is gonna be <laughs> so bad. Oh, oh, oh my god! You know what? Maybe not though. Maybe not. Like, how hard is the Frogger formula, right? That's what I think. I'm like, how bad could this be? I remember there being a lot more in this game. Oh, my God. This is such a great pick. Holy <laughs> shit. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to leap into this next one. Hey. Jake. Huh? Like Frogger does? Huh? 
I was trying so hard to think of a way to do a setup for like the Alf, he's back in pog form. (laughs) (laughs) He's back in pog form. (laughs) Oh, man. Jeez. But yeah, next time on Hey Like the Game, Frogger, he's back uh, for the PC and PlayStation 1. Um, I think I'm going to try to find a PC port of it, but you do whatever is most convenient for you, buddy. Anywho, uh, Jake, where can the folks at home find us on the internet? Well, they can find us at heylikethatgame.rocks. Uh, we now have our own uh, URL domain. It, give, it goes to our anchor, but we got we got that site now. We've claimed a domain. Uh, future yeah. work on it is uh, possible. But also <laughs> heylikethatgame.com. <laughs> future work is unlikely. Uh, <laughs> is greater than zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, hey, I like that game. dot com. Hey, I like that game. dot rocks. What a good, what a good domain grab, Tony. A plus yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, then you can tweet us at like that game. Uh, we are on Facebook at the Hey I Like That Game podcast. Uh, we are hey I like that game at gmail. dot com for any emails, questions, and requests. And then we are also streaming Twitch. TV slash Hey I Like That Game for uh, some Try Hard Tuesdays. And coming up before too long. We'll also be a host for the 24-hour Hey, I Like That Game charity stream. Oh, Jake, why don't you just drop the date? We've got it locked in. Dates so locked try- in. Dropping it now. It is going to be Sunday, November 20th at noon uh, Pacific Standard Time to Monday the 21st at noon. So 24 hours. Right before Black Friday. So please donate your money before you go spend a bunch of it at Black Friday. And during the Thanksgiving week, come spend it with us. <laughs> spending money uh for a really good chime really good charity yeah we'll have again, some again, fun again, incentives su- again yep again supporting nami uh, yes nami nami for the third year uh in a row we want to keep climbing that leaderboard uh jake i also purchased um some things at pax to be oh, uh incentives and you know what why don't i just i can just give them away right now because they uh yeah yeah uh, I, I i do not know this is a, a live reaction for me too so coming uh coming up at the uh, hey i like the game 24 hour charity stream you can uh wager money for a dusa talking plushie dusa from hades uh uh, I'm also going to say, um, I think legally, we're not going to say that you wager to win these things. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You donate, you donate, right? Just, we're going to cut these are donation all of incentives. <laughs> we're, gonna do, we're just going to cut all of this out. Gives me to be lawyers in our audience. <laughs> okay, so, so Deusa Talking Plushie, I got the Metal Gear Solid playing cards. Oh, I got, cool. I want to uh, donate for those. <laughs> I got a Mega Man X pin set. I also have a uh, very uh, not. I'm not gonna say one of a kind, but very uh, of of not many uh, left in the world. I have a little mystery box vinyl figurine for Heroes of the Storm. Oh um, shit! <laughs> can uh, can uh, donate for so yeah, bunch of cool shit. Hell yeah. Well, can't wait. We'll get that uh, information live for you guys before too long. You can see see what's up for stakes. We're doing Create a Character Jake again. Hair and facial styles pending. Uh, but yeah, we're just we're psyched to do it. And Tony and I are going to be in person together, hosting it, hosting it as in two buddies. Person. In person this time. So there, we're, we're just like Mega Man, the series evolved into Mega Man X. We are evolving and... <laughs> Into two person, into two people together in in person. It, that's that's an evolution, right? <laughs> we've we've evolved from two two nerds to two nerds stacked in a trench coat. <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. Now we'll be able to get into all the R rated movies. <laughs> One ticket, please. <laughs> oh, shit, like such a tall man. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, this is. We should just get out of here. We As lost the lead. <laughs> Live life passionately. Love each other unconditionally. And play video games. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye. What's like a Mega Man thing? Uh, uh, I'll buster shot you later. Nailed it. That's, it. That's the best we could do.
thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you like the show, please give us a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. You know, every little bit helps. Hashtag propagate the pod. <laughs>